1: Everybody, welcome to my brother, my brother, me and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your youngest brother, Griffin McElroy. I forgot what I say. Babiest. Yep. Uh, okay, folks, check your calendar. I'm sure it's probably beeping, and it's like you're like, "What did I set it for?" And it's because it's time for. A fantastic beast. The crowds of Grindelwald watch. That's right. <laughs> it's Grindelwald. <laughs> Grindelwald is here, folks. Um, Can I tell you the weird thing, Justin? My
0: calendar is beeping, but it's a paper wall calendar. Yeah,
1: it's, there- it must
0: have one of uh, Grindelwald's wild enchant enchantments on it. Yes, it, it must be a Grindelwald creation. <laughs> It's, it's I love con- it. Johnny Depp was like, I'll only play a character named Grundlewad because that's what I am. IRL fam. <laughs> I like
1: this series of Fantastic Beasts mm. because it gives me the opportunity to feel what it must have been like to be a grown up when Harry Potter was extremely popular. Yes. Mm. Is that they're all wizards and witches and it's all Wait, nonsense? What's happening to me? What
0: is this? They manage these guys. They man- the word. They split the uprights of me, Griffin McElroy, who waited in line for a midnight release of not not just one, more than one of the Harry Potter books. Two now in twenty eighteen. Having disdain for Grumblegourd and his <laughs> and his curse, like I've like uh, that was me, and now it's so
1: not me. Grumblegig, I, I just don't care about the works of Grumblegig. Now what's let's he s- doing? Do and also, where where where's a little love for the mediocre beasts? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All, all your favorites are not here. None of your I should have I misspoke. None of your favorites are here. Nobody knows the names of any of the characters. Nobody cares about this franchise. And yet it continues to trundle along. I'm sure making buckets of cash. I just don't know who's
0: Justin, now I do want to say there are some Harry Potter series favorites in this one. I'm pretty sure that Vo- Lord Voldemort, and I know that's taboo but I'm not afraid of him anymore because I saw Harry Potter kick his ass. He's in it I think somewhere. Looking forward to it. Uh, to- got my tickets for release day which I don't know where, what that is or what it is. I just
1: want to know where are these all, all these people are so worried about their beautiful beasts and I just want to know what are you all doing to preserve the life of Lily and James Potter because we have a mm-hmm. chance, folks. Mm-hmm. Yes. What opportunity? Oh, shit. And then J.K. Rowling could just follow her dream and do a completely reimagined Harry Potter series where she starts book- back at book one. Oh, and this time, Lily and James, totally alive. Totally part, part of it. <laughs> They're there. Everything's hey, cool. Nestle, so, nestle so close, fam. How is this flick two hours and 14 minutes long, man? <laughs> the boy, hey, hey, y'all, hey, y'all, g- gather close. The boy ain't in it. Yeah. The boy ain't in it in this that's, one. That's actually what, how he's known in this one. The boy who doesn't appear. This is 134 minutes of boy-free material. The boy didn't saddle up for this ride, folks. It's just Eddie Redman opening up his, like, suitcase and letting out you know i don't know a dog with a like i don't know with a tail like a fish tail or like i don't know like a big bird i, I just have, i haven't seen the first one
0: either i did i watched it on the plane when i was three deep in the window and like Y'all, there's no way they're going to top the Buckwild twist ending of that movie, which was this character has been disgraced shithead Johnny Depp the whole time. Surprise! He's had a charm <laughs> cast on him to make him look like someone else, but it was the whole time disgraced piece of garbage shit Johnny Depp. Gotcha! Yeah, you did get us, I guess, Grimblewald. <laughs> Grumble Gus.
1: He's just. <laughs> Rumble Ghost. John Jonathan Depp called David Yates the director said, "Hey, it's me. Uh Johnny Depp. Bad news. You're What is it Johnny? You're going to have to add some more minutes. Do you remember those beasts that you said were too fantastic? You're going to have to include them."
0: It does can't. he? Does Grimblewald eat the beasts? Is that his fantastic crimes? Is <laughs> yep. that Eddie Redman opens up his magic briefcase and the you know fairy hippopotamus comes out and Grimblewald eats him? Like, is that mm-hmm. the fantastic crime? Just him slowly devouring every animal?
1: Mm-hmm. I want to take my nani to the movie theater. and Make this her first exposure to the Harry Potter series. So good. I want her to get on board with the HP franchise from the crime. <laughs> the of But starting here, this this is our window in. This is where it starts. We're going to sit down for two full Christian hours and 14, 14 Christian minutes and watch the crimes of Bingabus <laughs> <laughs> as, they, as they stroll across the screen oh doing gosh. magic, hither and yon, and get these beasts all riled up. If you and, timed it right, you could go while the sun was out and then get out in the like cover of night and
0: think that the end times have come. And then you can just say like, no, but then listen, there's two characters who are married that you haven't even met yet. They die, but their son doesn't, and he goes on a great school adventure for eight years. I'm sitting here looking at the Rotten
1: Tomatoes on this one, and I kid you not, it is sitting at 50 Percent Hollywood glitterati, our, our critics uh, of this great uh, industry we call showbiz, could not even be bothered to form an opinion, as one collective hive mind, they all shrugged and said, I don't know, the boy's not in it, but it is extremely long. This is like if you put out a Superman movie that was about when his dad was in high school, or even worse, like, when his dad's math teacher was in high school, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, uh, wait, look- you call this, wait, why is, where's the Superman? Like, well, Superman's not even born yet. Why the fuck am I watching this movie? Well, the math teacher, well, his dad's math teacher wins the science fair. It's
0: like, it's okay, like if the the, pre- the Star Wars prequels are about Emperor Palpatine's childhood friend, like. <laughs>
1: I, uh, I don't know how Rotten Tomatoes does their system, but uh, the last review on here says, a strangely charmless and excessively dingy film. Too long and static for anyone but the most diehard. With neither a richness of tone nor color, this is a film guaranteed to sell tickets at the cost of its own soul. And that's a positive one, apparently. Oh, wow. Rotten Tomatoes
0: said this is a thumbs up from this, this
1: particular th- critic.
0: This is a plump, juicy tomato you can definitely <laughs> include in your puttanesca. hey let's do advice huh we've dunked on this dumb movie a lot okay don't go see that movie uh don't go see the film don't go see crime of Wall.
1: but i don't have to tell you that because you didn't go see the first one if you're me now that it finally feels like winter my boyfriend has finally packed away his summer wardrobe turns out he only has maybe three pairs of jeans and three sweaters so over the course of a work week he mix and matches different combinations to make five outfits that are all close, but different enough that no one notices he's re-wearing a sweater or a pair of pants by Friday. Today, he wore the same sweaters yesterday with a different pair of pants. I told him people are going to notice. And if anything, he should wear the same jeans with a different sweater because people are less likely to notice. He disagreed wholeheartedly and wore basically the same outfit as yesterday to work today. So what's the official ruling, brothers? How close can you wear things without people noticing and probably thinking you're a little weird and maybe Gross, that's from Brisk in Boston.
0: Is this like an SAT prep test? Here's the
1: thing about this question that I think is missing. Like when you say no one noticed, what you mean is when your boyfriend walked into work, nobody like pointed at him and said, that's the same sweater as yesterday. But just because no one did that doesn't mean they didn't notice. Well, you know, yeah. we're not in we're not in grade school anymore. You 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 can't convince yourself that your shit is cloaked just because people didn't bring it to your immediate attention.
0: Now it depends on what the sweaters look like. If it's like a nice gray pullover and like a red cardigan. And maybe just like a nice blue knit deal, then maybe you could switch those out and people won't notice. But if one of the sweaters say like i'm a i'm a I'm a number I'm a real pizza puppy, and it has a picture <laughs> of a dog eating a big slice of pizza on it and giving a thumbs up on a skateboard. Whenever that one comes up in the rotation, people are going to notice that it's pizza puppy shirt time again.
1: damn. Now, okay, see, hold on. Now I got to send an email to the FTBA to get this pizza puppy designed into the store. We yeah. gotta get
0: this fast track. And make sure you include all of the false starts of like sort of the beginning articles of the pizza puppy that I, I sort of dropped and, and ate back up with my, into my mouth.
1: Maybe we're in like a Doug scenario where it's three of the same sweaters and three of the same jeans.
0: Let's talk about jeans, because I think you can wear them shits many days in a row. And I think that you boys would be inclined, especially in the cold months. It's the cold months, fuck off. Like, right? like I'm just trying to survive. I'm gonna wear the same jeans a lot. It's not like I'm doing anything nasty to them.
1: I put on a pair of raw shrink to fit Levi's on the day that we started filming my brother, my brother and me, the television series september 17th of 2016 and i have worn those jeans every day since not every day what
0: pretty much every day since wait they've been your hold on wait i i I do know what i said i I do recognize that i said this but that seems excessive to me that's what you
1: do with denim you live in denim
0: no wait hold on yeah.
1: I've seen how you live, Justin, and you have two small children yeah. that help you live in those pants. <laughs> I, they help you? <laughs> I would argue they do not help you live in those pants. They hurt I mean, you live in those pants. They, they the, contribute to the living you do in those pants. And make the jeans
0: strong. Yeah, okay, he's got one strong pair of jeans. The
1: jeans I mean, uh, get strong.
0: Yeah. Is a way that, like
1: jeans. As, like crusty maybe like builds oh, up an wow. exoskeleton. Krusty. if you lived in your jeans long enough, they t- <laughs> the, you you get a. If uh, you lived in these jeans, you, you live in design. these jeans. These are like the like the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Except I'm the one doing the traveling, not the pants. And <laughs> so you're um, the ho- I'm the whole sisterhood, <laughs> one man sisterhood in these beautiful pants. I just you if you get good denim. And you uh-huh. wear it out. Ask Jesse about this. If you get good den- there are denim heads that'll pay $10,000 for some old jeans they dug out of a coal mine somebody died in. They'll like buy the jeans <laughs> to get them and just wear them every day. And, you, and you're not supposed to wash them. You wash no. them, yeah, not at first, because you're gonna lose a lot of the indigo. What you're trying to do is wear some lines into them, and then you wear, you will lose a little bit of the color, but you're also gonna get some of those good wear lines. I'm saying jeans you wear every stink day. stink lines, you fucking you, junkyard you know, baby. What you, are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Hey Travis, hey Travis, go, I want you to right now have a Memento style flashback of all the times you've told me my jeans stink. <laughs> In the past eighteen months, and when you come up a little bit short there, Christopher Nolan, you're going to realize that you don't have a uh, B-roll to put into this montage because yeah. there ain't none. There ain't yeah. no time. He,
0: he does got he does got you there. What's the what's the appropriate to make this more relatable? Because like. I feel like I thought my position was extreme and then Justin came shrieking into the room with his <laughs> jeans that stand up on their own. Um, so like let's come up with a more relatable rule, which is what is the appropriate ratio of tops to long pants to have for like everyday wear to a workplace. I'm saying if you if you if you or school or whatever, like I don't give a shit. I work from home, I'll wear like me on these lounge pants every fucking day. I don't care. I have nothing. Um, but I for me it's like I for me I, just going by like my own closet it's like six to one six shirts to one pair of long pants maybe even more favoring the shirts
1: yeah I I I would say somewhere between five to one as far especially when we're talking jeans there's something about a uh like a khaki or linen that's like yeah. maybe two days but jeans. I feel like you could do jeans for a week, but the thing is, is we're not talking about where we're talking about you're going to work in front of other human beings. You need as many you need as many shirts as you have days of work. Yes, yeah, you need as many shirts as you could wear in a work week, and you probably, if you have just one extra, then you're mustard proof. But yeah, right? currently, you live in a in a world. I don't want you to live in a world that can be upended by mustard. And that yes. is the that is the the precarious situation you find yourself in R- right now. You could lose thirty three point three percent repeating of your wardrobe to a mustard incident. Yeah, that's there. That's there's no peace of the mind. There. Too, the stakes are
0: The stakes are way too high. You could never eat
1: when you're eating a hot dog. steaks. Yeah, the yeah. stakes are
0: too high. Um, how about a Yahoo?
1: Yes. Yeah. This
0: one was uh, sent in by Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. It's Yahoo Answers user <laughs> Kimedy Kimmy Cricket. What's wrong? Nothing. I'm just excited. It sounded good. Okay. All right. Kimmedy Cricket asks, if you could talk to everyone in the world at the same time, what would your message be to them? I.e., don't use abusive comments. Okay. All right. You all realize Bruce Almighty, you can talk, you can shoot out one mess. You've grabbed the grocery store, like checkout Mike PA microphone of the planet and say something into every human being's brain all at the same time. Let's say just for argument's sake, it is Babelfish translated into every imaginable Mm. language simultaneously. You get one message to just blast out there, but one sentence and you can't get, you know, we oughta baby eats a boy with it. What is (laughs) your, what is your message? I know what you did. No, no, Travis. No. You made a joke and you didn't even no, think okay. about it. You you okay. you came you up make? with that before I even finished reading the question. I really, this is important. We could solve some shit here.
1: Okay, well, I mean, my honest answer would probably be something about myself. Okay, like, give me that. Give me that answer. It then, would Travis. probably be something like, I, I am Travis. You belong <laughs> to me now. Something along those lines. Or that like, would be cool. I am Travis protector of man. Or yeah, like, yeah. something that really establishes like my godhood, I think would be how I would use it.
0: See, I was trying to think of like, if we could get even closer to world peace, but your solution might have a sort of like, watchman like effect, where everybody would become so scared of the god voice, Travis, yeah. that they would all band together to like, defend themselves for when his judgment uh, it descends. Could
1: go the, it could go the other way, Griffin, of like, they, they all feel so embraced by god Travis, that they're like, you What's the point of even fighting when we all know it's, and love? It's
0: Travis. too dangerous, too dangerous, too dangerous. Well, Your tact is too dangerous. I feel like okay. whatever the message is, it has to start with everyone be chill. I know this is wild, but and then you can say whatever. Like I really, hey, <laughs> check ever, out my Insta. Here's my fake. Here's my my new mixtape. My tape. SoundCloud. My mixtape is on fire. It's WW. Oh no, I ran out of <laughs> um. <laughs> Go to buttercupisaverygoodgirl and Check out pictures of my dog. This teen, is Travis, by the way. TeenGoogle.com. Oh, I still have more. Bring back taste stations. Four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> How long is the message? What is the length of the message? I, you'll know. You'll, you'll know. get a. You'll get a. You'll get a little light that blinks when it's time to wrap up. Um. I. I think mine
1: would be like, everybody be chill. I know this is weird, but and then I would just write Beekman greater sign pointing towards Beekman and uh, Bill Nye because I want to get it out there that I think Beekman was the superior show Beekman's World Ah. was a lot better than uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy I've been watching a lot of it on TV and I just want to say that Beekman was better
0: but there's going to be okay. like there's going to be like a f- a four year old living in like Turkey who's <laughs> like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about God voice
1: now unless it was now not in Spain though in Spain and and in La- uh, Spain and in Latin America they're gonna go nuts for it because they they'll love, know it.
0: they love but, Paul Zulu they love his world that he
1: created but it's,
0: it's not it's not a message that just reaches Latin America Justin it's the world and I gotta have what something ab- for everyone what about.
1: Everybody lean to the left and we see if we can throw off like the world's rotation. Oh, that's
0: fun. That could be cool. Everyone just... Hey everyone, I know this is weird, but be chill about it. But give a just give a freaking hug. Oh. And that that's the love language that spreads across all the world. Um and not
1: everybody likes hugs, Griffin. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Maybe like a knowing nod. Hey everyone, nod at your friend. Uh, This is is weird, I'm so sorry to intrude, but (laughs) give a knowing nod to a a nearby person.
1: I worry though if we end up with a a simultaneous worldwide nod, that would also throw off the world's rotation. I'll tell you what. uh, Everybody pick a random number of seconds and then nod at each other. Yeah. That Uh, way we can stagger it.
0: You know what could be really cool? If you could be like, hey everybody, I know this is scary, but everything's gonna be okay, but listen, a sphincter says what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about
0: What about like, hey everybody, I know this is weird, but be chill, party at Derek's. And then everyone, the world would implode, like uh, there would be a sinkhole <laughs> at Derek's house, cause all, what, there's like which, eight seven billion Derek, of us? Which Derek, Griffin? They would know. I think they would re- know your intent. Yeah, you're right. This I is would have to say, like, party at Derek F's.
1: I am... Okay, you know what, guys? I'm I'm probably thinking too much about this because I'm starting to come around to this being an extremely good question.
0: Yeah, I don't no, know sure.
1: what I would... If you have the ability to say... See, it's not like... You know, there's this concept of, of if you point too much traffic at a website and they're not ready for it, you're gonna, like, melt the yes. melt the whole site. I feel like you could do that to anything with the world's attention. Like there's nobody yes. individually that's going to be able to withstand complete like world attention, which is what you would get, I think, with this sort of like uh you're awareness saying we,
0: bombing. We could not uh, we could not accomplish anything specific or explicit is what you're saying. Because it, anything we directed the world's attention yes. to. So it, it yes. has to it has to be some sort of general message of Mental well being, and I is- think it
1: would. I, uh,
0: it also feels like it would have to be an inception kind
1: of thing. I don't think we could say like everyone be nice. I think it would have to be like, for example, maybe you have like a product that you want to go viral, like you want the next Pogs, or you want you have the next like Beanie Babies. Oh, let's say like Pet Rock. Pet Rock would be a great example. Like, uh, okay, you you could send everyone a moment
0: of saying like. Haven't you always wanted a pet that doesn't wander off? But this is gonna, This is Travis, you're like really not listening because this would destroy the pet rock industry if right. all people on earth got horny for it, like we would run out of pet rock. Yeah. So it has to be, can I give you guys a maybe a, the answer? Because well, this, so, yeah. this is, my mine's almost threatening in a way, which is kind of like, it's like good for I, the spirit, yeah, but I'm threatening, which is like kind of like... Uh, deity-like, but you can just be like, hey everybody, I know this is weird, but be chill about it, but listen, mean people suck.
1: <laughs> and then people hear
0: that and they're like, wow, well we know what not to be, and then they put a little love in their hearts.
1: Okay, I think I know what I would actually write. Okay. I think I would write, hey, it's God. Whoa. Oh, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa, what? Whoa, hold on, here's what I'm saying. I it would say, hey, it's God, I'm out. Yep, I was real the whole time, but now I'm done ski. Y'all got <laughs> you're it from on here. your own. <laughs> y'all got it from here. I was real, but I'm I'm out. <laughs> so y'all got it from here on out. That y'all seems like it. a
0: bad a bad one to do. Yeah, yeah, that
1: seems like that's actually the beginning of
0: revelation. Yeah, it kind of seems like maybe you accidentally did the apocalypse.
1: <laughs> no, I think that mine, if you're coming at things from like like, think, I think God would say like, hey, y'all be good to each other, keep it chill, but it is in your individual hands, so please try to keep it sexy down there. Either way, either <laughs> Well, just, way. Say,
0: well no, just say that. You don't have to pretend to be the Lord abandoning his sheep. Yeah. You don't have to pretend to be the, 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 the king of kings abandoning his flock. You can just say, hey, keep it sexy down there.
1: No, no, no. I don't want people to try to continue to interpret my will. I want them to know that I was real for a while, but now I'm going to leave, and they should try to keep their fucking shit together for a second. Well, then why not leave some ambiguity, then, and say, like, I am God. I may or may not be leaving. It doesn't really matter. Okay, what is untenable. I I am God. I'm out. (laughs) I'll be back in 25. Keep it. Uh Oh, my God. Hey, I'm God. Hey, it's me, God. Climate change is real, and I can't fix it. Cause that that would be a powerful. Now process. we are talking. Yes, yes,
0: yes. It's I me, like God. This.
1: Climate change is real, and it's out of range. So hands. am I. <laughs> so am I. Here's two things that is real: climate change should <laughs> and, be. And here's something else is real. I don't know
0: about this one, gang. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> Y'all fucked up my world. I made it so good. I Top thought point. I made it so good. You couldn't break it, but look at this. You done broke it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, check out my SoundCloud. It's t- up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Here's uh, another question for uh, the haters. This was just for the haters. I recently went out for dinner with my girlfriend and some friends. We shared some appetizers, and I split an entree with my girlfriend. When the waiter came around and asked if we wanted dessert, everyone said no. Brothers, I really wanted that chocolate lava cake, but I didn't want to be the only one eating dessert. What could I have said or done during the meal? Or after to prevent this tragedy
0: and this from over ordering in Ontario Canada I presume this is maybe the best question we've ever gotten so thank you for sending it in Wow there's a lot of like dining etiquette with your friends and a lot of this has been solved with technology stuff like uh, Vin Vinmo or Splitwise or whatever Vin Diesel Vin Diesel right the appetizer you order, maybe not everybody gets a hand on that ball, so they don't, you know, have some of that. The entrees, maybe yours was more expensive than them. You have apps to deal with that. If you're the only one that wants dessert, now it's also a time issue. And I do, I, I you're just, you're, I've been in this situation a lot. I just don't ever get the dessert. And it's my wow. fault. It's my fault because I am not friends with the Sweet Tooth gang. I need to make no. Sweet Tooth friends. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Griffin. Here's what you are doing wrong, as well as our wonderful I
1: appreciate them so much, question asker. And that is you think you're the only one who wants dessert, so you didn't speak up. Everyone at the table is that. Everyone at the if I have never I've never been in this scenario where I said, you know what, I would like dessert and everyone else hasn't gotten we're like well if you're going to do it what That's yes. true. And, and in every here, here's the here's the real, real bellwether pick the dessert you want and say you want however many forks are for the people at the table so watch good. those motherfuckers not be like oh none for me thank you no they're going to have a fork yeah. and you know what else they're going to do guaranteed 80% of the time someone at the table is going to be like well if you're getting that then i actually want the other one eventually you will have every dessert in the restaurant brought to your table everybody's got a fork they're loving it they're enjoying like you're you're having a meal with friends and now you're splitting a delicious dessert that's what we're on the fucking planet for gang this is what we're here for and it's to reach out and grab this dessert that we're all here for let me tell you here's the trick what you do is you ask the the server, the waitstaff staff person mm. to list the desserts out loud. Because ooh. when someone's looking at a paper, yeah. right, that's not a shared communal experience. Just ask and as they're listing them out loud, you make eye contact with everyone at the table and kind of nod a little bit like, oh, ooh. Ooh, that sounds good. Before 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 any time has passed, you're having like a full on like hedonistic this dessert party. Uh, have you ever been to a restaurant where they do the thing where they bring out like fake desserts for you to enjoy mm-hmm. and you can like pick, pick pick them from the fake ones? I've never done that before, but I've always kind of wondered what it would be like.
0: That's pretty I've, good. It's pretty, it's pretty boss, dude.
1: Yeah. Is it as good yeah, as I I've, imagine I've, it would be? I've also been to a place where they brought out my steak pre cooked. Showed it to me and said, Is it this looks good, right?
0: And then went and cooked it. Here's a little teaser trailer for you, Trap. Well, this one is plastic. We will throw it away. Um, why don't we this do this with a the whole steak. Why don't we do this with a whole menu where they bring out there's just sort of like a very strong sort of Lou Ferrigno type who's carrying many trays out and it has every mm-hmm. possible thing you could eat. And he kind of walks it around the restaurant constantly, sort of like a um. You know, somebody announcing the rounds at a prize fight or something like that, and mm-hmm. then you can pick it off. I'll have what's on. I'll have what Lou Ferrigno is having on his left pectoral muscle. Yeah. I, be- I believe. I, mean, I believe that's the lasagna. I think we can all
1: agree. Like the second most exciting thing when you go to Red Lobster is the big tank of lobsters, and you pick your own. So lobster. good.
0: So good.
1: The first most exciting thing is when the best biscuits come out. But the lobster in the tank—what if we just did that for fucking every? Like you went in and said, "Like, and that's the broccoli I'll be having." Yeah, with, like that potato. Like the control you would feel. But the potato's be-
0: floating in a big fish tank. Yeah, he's got yeah. he's got googly eyes on him. There
1: should be. A- <laughs> and they all have names. There should be a,
0: a combination grocery
1: store restaurant where you go grocery shopping and then you take your bags of groceries and you just. Up in them in the kitchen. He so said, here, I can't. I've picked the freshest, all the finest, and all the freshest and fine. I've picked the freshest and the finest. Please make this into
0: dinner for me. Please. You know, you know some chopped heads, though, would go in there with, like, some gummy bears, uh-huh. some jasmine rice, some surge, and pork tummy, Those- and say, like, do it, do it. Ha, 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 you have 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> Those LOL dolls were clearly for my daughter. They weren't part of the meal, and you know it you've shamed me but they are delicious they are. this is very good. yeah this is very good do you, you guys ever do that thing where you know you need to go to the grocery store and you put it off for so long that you end up coming home right at dinner time and you're in hell because all of a sudden you have no dinner and all these groceries to unload and no way to get dinner have you guys ever done that because i think that's a great time to order pizza <laughs> Who is this guy? Do- Who's Wait, hold this on. character? I, so if I'm following you, Justin, this what sounds- you're saying is the problem is when you bring food home, yeah. you're faced with, well, now I have to do something with the food. No, I'd rather not. It's pizza clock. Y- yeah, I'm just saying that's a great time for my family, uh, for us to all order pizza. Uh, honey, let's make it a night in with pizza.
0: <laughs> but you just went to the store. You have brought trying to quit, quit fucking contradicting this incredible character Justin has said. Justin has created a new character here who I'm very enthusiastic about, which is time for pizza. <laughs> okay. That's
1: okay, we've got the pilot of Justin's sitcom. Time for pizza with Justin. I'm exhausted. I went to the store and I've bought all the freshest and finest and I don't want to cook anymore, honey, because I'm to- so tired from buying the groceries and I just was thinking, how about you and me and the kids rent panic to two for red <laughs> <laughs> Wait from Red Box? You're already home. <laughs> Are you going to go back oh, out to get go the, back the Paddington, Paddington 2? They're right across the street that doesn't have any good groceries, so it does have a pretty good red box selection. And I'm going to rip Paddington 2, and we're going to get a pizza tonight.
0: Right on the special request of the Domino's Pizza Tracker, could you just grab me Paddington 2 on the way? can
1: stop my Rite Aid? That'd be great.
0: They, should have a, oh. they
1: used to have... You remember for a while some chain had a, uh, a deal where they'd bring you a DVD <laughs> inside your pizza? I just remember they had a uh, Drop Dead Fred was one of the options. So you could get Drop Dead Fred delivered to your house. And that was last year that they offered that, which was weird.
0: The problem is that FBI saw that as domestic terrorism, so they had to very much stop. (laughs) Should we money zone? Yes, let's. Yeah, let's do it. Pizza Hut was
1: giving away, um, the, the films available or Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, All Dogs Go to Heaven 2, Mr. Mom and Honeymoon in Vegas. Are you
0: fucking with me? Wow. So good. I'll have four <coughs> pizzas, please, so that I can complete wow. this sale. Yeah, I'm going to need to get four pizzas. Hey, stamps are great and you're going to need them this holiday season because this is the time of year where you're shipping off all of your stuff. Uh you got presents of you made a present of socks. You're going to need to ship those off, and they don't let you just put it in the in the mailbox without some of this postage on it. But thankfully, Stamps.com can save you a bunch of time during the hectic holiday season because it lets you buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer, Then the mail carrier picks it up. No trips to the post office required. You're going to save time. You're going to save money. Stamps.com is really the best gift you can give yourself this holiday season. It's so convenient. We're professional businessmen, small business owners, technically. We're always doing mail, and fortunately, we have a friend in Stamps.com, so you can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitments. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in my brother. That's Stamps.com. Enter my brother, all one word.
1: Listen, there's some things out there that aren't super fun to think about, like, taxes or like when you get home from the supermarket and you have all your groceries and it's like well now i gotta make dinner oh time for pizza right and also you have to get life insurance and it's it's not super fun like Teresa and i just like did our wills which is like a huge bummer but i can tell you that life insurance once you've got it and you don't have to worry about it anymore it's a really good feeling. So, we want to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the easy way to get life insurance online in just two minutes. You can compare quotes from top insurers to find the best policy for you. They also compare disability insurance, auto insurance, and home insurance. So, if you care about it, they cover it. So, if you've been avoiding getting life insurance because it's difficult or confusing, give Policy Genius a try. Go to policygenius.com. Get your quotes and apply in minutes. You can do the whole thing on your phone right now. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. I got a message for Walt and Liz, and it's from Nick, Ram, Will, Max, Julia, Miles, and Dave. It says, Walt and Liz, congratulations on your engagement. All of your D&D pals are wishing you the absolute best. the Next year at D&D, Destiny, and whatever new venue for hijinks we can imagine, on behalf of Max, Will, Ram, Nick, Julia, Miles, and Dave. We couldn't think of a better way to say it than with the help of these brothers. You rock.
0: And that's for April 17th. That's my birthday and your engagement day. Congratulations on this wonderful commitment and- uh, It's also seven Gregorian months ago. That's fine because um, they wanted a good year of destiny and I gotta tell you it's been great. All my pals on there have been getting the best and biggest guns, and I did find Master Chief in the game, and Bungie <gasps> sent me $500. Whoa! There's another message here, and it's for Alyssa, and it's from Madeline, or Madeline, perhaps, who, uh, and, and Alyssa says, Happy birthday to my friend, my style icon, my favorite buff baby, and my fellow trash person. Thank you for introducing me to Taz, Mbim Bam, and to countless clever turns of phrase that I have promptly stolen. Being friends with you has made me a better person, and I love you. This is a, that's one of those word thieves. And I think Mm. we gotta crack down on this. We've been letting word thieves off for too long. I don't have an end to that sentence.
1: The problem, well that's because someone stole it. Shit birds. Yeah, you were gonna have an end to that sentence and someone just swiped right in.
0: Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Graham. And we're two house DJs who have been trapped inside our drum machine. We love it here, and we'd love if you stopped by and visited us every week on On Stop Stop Podcasting Podcasting Yourself here on MaximumFun.org. We're just a couple of doofuses from Canada. And listen to our show or perish. (laughs) Stop podcasting yourself (laughs) on MaximumFun.org. There's a Yahoo, can I read? Or Justin, do you I, have one of your great segments?
1: No, I don't have a segment. I I just wanted to say that Papa John's did the movie thing too, and their offerings were uh, Seen It Junior, The Best huh. of Rocky and Bullwinkle and Friends,
0: Durango Kids, or a Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You know that last one was just because Father John thought it was the funniest the flick, the funniest shit. When they made this promotion,
1: is it because they like found a box of DVDs like at a landfill or something, and they were like, "Well, we've got
0: these." I bet you a copy of the Papa John's cuts of Rocky and Paul Winkle's got be worth like a good ten large these days. Uh, this one was sent- ten
1: large pizzas. Yes,
0: this, uh, this Yahoo is sent in by Adrian Cowles. Thank you. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user, who I'm going to call Father John, who asks, Is it normal to be bored in ballet class? I want to be a ballerina, but sometimes I get bored or don't want to go to class. Is this normal? Mm. It's a great question. Mm. Can you want to be a ballerina extremely badly? and also be really bored by ballet and learning it and you don't want to do it.
1: Tough. And I would argue that that is how like revolutionary ballerinas are born. Mm. I see. Mm. Right, because you're dancing there in class and you're like, uh, so boring. But then maybe you make a friend and the dance that your friend does is like, really like, oh, that what you're doing out there, dancing, I don't know, on top of trash cans or whatever, like, that's the kind of dancing I should be doing. Yeah. Let's dance together down the sidewalk, but I'm gonna combine my ballet dancing with your like cool new dancing. Yeah. And and now we've got, I don't know, good dancing. Look out, Bob Fosse. We're good dancing. Bob Fosse sees it and explodes. <laughs> oh no, we've killed Bob um, Fosse. I, I tried to go to ballet class once, I showed up, and, I, and they were like, where are your special shoes? And I said, I have no idea where y'all are getting these, these incredible special shoes for, for ballet. And they threw me out, and I never, they never let me take the a class there.
0: I've been to plenty of Paylesses. In my day, I practically lived out of a Payless through college. Never saw a single one of those kinds of special shoes that they said that were everywhere. Yeah. I've seen a lot of
1: movies, mm-hmm. and as far as I can tell... Thanks, Trev. That's a great point. <laughs> Well, I'm not done. I Uh, I (laughs) I thought it'd be funny if I pretended like that was all you were saying is about how many (laughs) movies you've seen. A lot of movies, mostly through pizza companies. And, and, and I've seen a lot of movies. I'm here, I'm here, gang, all the movies I've ever seen are from pizza. And let me hear, I'm here to tell you, movies aren't good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> good. I don't
0: enjoy it. I don't them. know what all the hubbub's about. Movies are really bad. And sometimes they make sequels without making the original movie. And I think that they that's They didn't a...
1: introduce any of the characters. Yeah. I
0: didn't know what was
1: going on. But I'm pretty sure you get ballet shoes when you ask your papa. And your papa says that like your family can't afford them, right? right? But then your papa, like I don't know, either strikes it rich or like sells his sells
0: his magic pocket watch to afford something like that. And then like happy birthday ballet shoes. Elves make them, but that's we're dodging the question, which is that the class is so fucking boring. I want to be a ballerina so bad. God, I want to be a ballerina so bad, but I hate the dancing that they do because it puts me to sleep.
1: God. Maybe it's the other people
0: in the class. You know, maybe it's not the dancing but rather like there's just no drama happening. It's possible, yeah. It c- could just have a boring teacher. You could have Ben Stein up there. Um
1: But like if I was doing the dance, you know, the dance, all gotta and do then it. I looked I looked over and it was like, mm, I wish that those two people were gossiping or I wish I
0: hated them."
1: You know, something uh, like that just to keep it spicy.
0: You saw Black Swan mm-hmm. and thought sure. that it was going to be cool like that that movie where all that cool stuff happens
1: i did once on a bus trip to new york with my choir watch center stage like 6 times in a row and it gave me i would say a skewed perspective on what the professional dance world is like a lot of
0: backstabbing
1: a lot of backstabbing um a lot of uh love triangles
0: my only exposure, um, excuse me, teacher, teacher, my only exposure to ballet before this, my first ballerina lesson was Suspiria. So where's the witch who lives in the mirror? Because that seemed like an <laughs> integral part of learning, you know, the different positions and stuff. What was the one with Julia Stiles? Save the Last Dance. Was that that one? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the movie you were talking about for a long time? Yeah, for, yes, a, it for it was, like Grif- two years. Yel- but I couldn't remember
1: it. the title.
0: Yeah, it was save the last dance. Uh-huh, mm. They should make a prequel to that. Justin, please save about us. About the first Justin, two. please save us from save, this. Save
1: the penalty dance.
0: He, he, he saved it. <laughs> well, damn.
1: Or what if it was just called use up all the other dances?
0: Yeah. Waste Waste the dances, but save the last dance. So how about another question? Uh, P- bring, a ga- bring a Game Boy Bring a Game Boy to ballerina class And you can play uh, te- Tetris and Pokemans And Bubble Bobble And uh, Kicks K- And Cubert and all of the g- real games the For real gamers The Flash while you learn how to step On the tips tippy tips of your toes Like gravity doesn't apply to you Like a beautiful bird Justin what's the next question? My
1: boyfriend and I were traveling in New Zealand And we happened to be there <laughs> for our anniversary So we decided to go to the local aquarium to celebrate. We were in a small town. You don't have to make excuses for going to the aquarium. Aquariums are great. However, upon entering, we realized it doubled as the town's movie theater. And in order to get to the showing, you had to walk through the aquarium. Tickets to the movies were about half as much as tickets to the aquarium. Even though the aquarium itself was so small, you could basically see the whole thing on your way to whatever movie you were seeing. But staff told you to keep your eyes down... (laughs) And not to linger if you needed to leave the theater to use the aquarium's bathroom. Holy shit. My question is which is less morally depraved, sneaking into a movie or sneaking into an aquarium, especially when they're in the same building? And that's from Still Confusing Cape Cod. This is a great question, but I would have to say, for this question to apply, they would have to both be in the same building.
0: Yeah, this is an extremely deeply not relatable question because this is the only building on Earth where this situation <laughs> will ever be right. um, an issue. I do gotta say, it's a challenging one, though, because you're in there, you're watching C- Grimblewood's Crimes, and you all of the great acting makes you wanna just piss your pants. And so you <laughs> stand up and you go, and <laughs> while you're about to go to the bathroom, you're walking on your way there, and you're you're hustling because you don't want to miss any crimes. Uh, they're you know blasting off a crime a minute in there. You do hear two excited teens saying like that shark is really fucking the shit out of that other shark. But you can't look at that because you didn't pay to see this love
1: act. What if you like? Do you think that there, are, there's like I don't know, like a 100- hundred workers who are just waiting to see if you look up so they can charge you like uh you looked at the shark fuck that's $20 yeah <laughs> gotcha um 20 20 New Zealand dollars too who knows how much that is nobody here's the thing here's the good news about it if you head over to the Picton cinemas at 10:15 a.m., 2:45 p.m. or 7:15 p.m. and get comfy for the next 2 hours and 14 minutes cuz you are going to be able to pay one price to see all the crimes of Grindelwald, and then while you when you get bored you go over to the aquarium. You got them both there in, in one. Uh and you can book online too, which is huge. But why would you
0: get bored while watching the crimes of gumbuba? <laughs> is this uh is this the vin- the exact building that you did you find it? Yeah, I've traced it to the Picton Cinemas. Do you think that there's now- another cinema in town that their tagline is uh, we don't have any. We don't have to have any fish. Don't be te- <laughs> don't be tempted by these rad fish. You don't have to pay for it. We're just we're just Grindelwald over here. Oh, I said it right. No, no, the sh- no. you set him free. Shoot. <laughs> now
1: he's out there. I don't understand. Why is anyone coming to the movies? I've got it. And they just go and like buy a beta fish and like a little like you know bowl and they just put it on the the concessions counter to try to try. Don't fish. look at the bowl though. Don't look at the bowl unless you pay me a dollar. But
0: it's right next to the popcorn spray.
1: Nope. (laughs) Nope. No. Eyes down. Piss. Eyes down. 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 Don't linger. Eyes down. That's my bowl. Don't linger.
0: What if all aquariums did this and they were like, come on in, you can use our space for a birthday party or whatever. If you look at one fish, so help me God. (laughs) And then it's like a fun game. We should do that. We go to aquariums every time we travel because I don't know, we're big marine life fans, I guess. Next time I go in, I'll pay the admission price and see how long I can go without looking at one sort of aquatic creature that God made for us to enjoy in the ocean. Because I bet I can't go very long. No, they're they're right there. It's so tempting. Who could say? I no can do that? it. I can I can do it for all the boring fish, except for the one big window, which is the only cool part of the fish part of the aquarium. Yeah. But then as soon as I get to Penguin Town, it's that's the ball game. Because I gotta see these guys.
1: It is. What are they up to? It's weird. The uh the the sort of like you go to the aquarium and it's weird how quickly you go from like oh man this is amazing to like
0: what do I care it's just another tank full of fish. Wake me up when you guys get fish. Better.
1: Oh, it's swimming. It's swimming, oh, big cool.
0: deal. My ideal aquarium. It is all those walkway tunnels where you're inside because you can make believe that you're the fish now, and you can do some light limpet play. And then you do get into one <laughs> big room with like the big like panel that's open into the ocean. And then there's a quick funnel cake break. And then you're this penguin town baby, and the penguins will see you out.
1: I would like one room where it's just like thigh high water that you actually wade through to get to the other side. Okay, and Th- then Yeah, you're wet for the rest of it, but like also, listen, I spend all day in the aquarium and I'm looking at fish in water and I'm like, I'm here in the stupid
0: air. Yeah. I wanna be in water. I'll tell you what I also need in my idealized aquarium is that at any point during this like very linear pathway, there can be like a little offshoot Uh, hall that you can, and the hall is like three quarters of a mile long and then at the end of that is like the petting place because I don't want to see, smell, experience that in any way without giving my explicit consent by making the long journey to it because that part of the aquarium always makes me quite sad. The horseshoe crabs don't want to be touched there, Richard. (laughs) This... (laughs) And they smell not great, so, like, I'm trying not to be mad at the horseshoe crabs for their bad smell, because I know they're not going through a great time either, what with all of their Richard touching.
1: I would say, I, if I worked at an aquarium, I would take special care, well, of the fish, but also, like, whenever I'm making the little plaques that go next to the the tanks, I would add some, like, fun details in there that maybe aren't super true, but I've also been to lots of aquariums, and I've never seen a human being
0: read those plaques before. Absolutely not. Well, tell me about this fish. This blue, it's got a stripe and it's about the size of my hand. Yep. I'm good to so, go. I figured that one out on my own.
1: I would add into the plaque something like, and if you listen really closely, you can hear it speak English. And then just like watch people like lean into the glass, like what really?
0: I mean, that panel could just say like, "Hey, shithead, you're a piece of garbage. You're an idiot because you're not. I bet you're not going to ever read this." Oh, we can combine
1: two bits from this episode. Let me pick which fish I want to eat as I walk through the aquarium to the restaurant. Now,
0: I think you got to catch it. I think what, it's up the bare to, hands. I think it's up to you to catch it. Well, I mean, this is an aquarium, right? So that the, you can pay more for a, you know, a tool. Of some would that sort.
1: change the way you feel about the petting area, Griffin? If you just reached in, picked up a starfish, and then threw it in a deep fryer? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, only if I, I would not feel comfortable doing that, because he would be flopping in a way that would sort of mean like, it's time it's not my time to die, Griffin. <laughs> But I will say, what's going to get me over the hump is if there is, and this could be like a person in costume or maybe just the actual uh, guy made flesh, but the chef from Little Mermaid who's singing his great song about (laughs) killing all the animals. Yeah, him, if he's doing it, um, then I feel like I would get into the spirit of his fun sort of murder song. And I'd plop the swordfish right down in that hot bath. Yeah, and you know what?
1: Maybe like
0: maybe ease my
1: my morals a little bit and tell me that all, like all the fish in this room are super old. That
0: could be and, good. Oh, well, maybe maybe a, they're all jerks. Maybe there's another long tunnel that the fish can swim through, and it's a one way trip, and it ends in the fish kitchen, and then they they know they've. I've had a lot of fun entertaining children. I've seen a lot of noses pressed up to glass. I'm ready. And, it's time to make the donuts. And it's time to make me donuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then they know, and then they know. And it's like it can be fun. There can be like and then they can play music on the tunnel and they can have pictures of their friends and kids on the tunnel.
1: That's nice. Like an elephant graveyard
0: kind of thing. It's like the end of big fish, which is great and appropriate. <laughs> Uh folks, that's
1: going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We always love having you here. And uh we uh I also want to I want to say thank you to JK Rowling for paying uh for the sponsored episode. Yeah. Uh we should have mentioned that, but it, it like your support means a lot.
0: Yeah, we've thank done so we've much. done sponsored episodes in the past, but none where we've explicitly said not to patronize the the product that has uh, g- given us money to sponsor it. So this is a unique way of doing things, and thank you, uh, JK, um, for the support. Uh, we uh, also want to say thanks
1: to the Maximum Fun Network for having us as a part of their extended podcasting family. Uh, we have a newsletter you can sign up for at bit.ly forward slash McElroy mail. Um, it's not a pyramid scheme, which is really important. A lot of people uh, have have asked us about that, and it's not. We're not sure who keeps saying that. We've seen buzzings about yeah. it um, in the blogosphere. Not a pyramid scheme. Not, not a pyramid scheme. Oh, hey, we will have another episode of our uh, annual eternal podcast. Son of a...
0: Son of a gun. Till oh, death yeah, do us
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, will arrive on American Thanksgiving as it has every year and will continue to until the end of linear time. It will be the fourth episode of the show, which means that we're going to be watching the film Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 with our friends Tim and Guy. T- Y'all, I bought it on Blu-ray this yeah. year. Hey, I'm excited. Hey, I'm
0: still renting it. <laughs> Straight up. Guy
1: Guy is in India. I have no idea how we're going to get all this uh, together, but it will it will be there on Thanksgiving Day, and we hope you enjoy it. Till Death Do Us Blart is the name of that. I didn't give the hard plug. Till Death Do Us Blart, subscribe now. There's four, uh, sorry, three episodes to catch up on.
0: Yeah, uh, let's see, what else? Thanks to John Roderick and The Long Winters for these use sort our of theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Great album, great song, great dude, great vibes. We've got our shows coming up in Austin and
1: Denver. So make sure you send those questions in now with Denver or Austin in the subject
0: line. Let's wrap it up.
1: Wrap it up. That's
0: it. We're good. You're the one who does it, though. So, like, what are you waiting? So here's a final Yahoo. This one was sent in by Bree McNeil. Thank you, Bree. It's Yahoo Answers User Sierra. Who asks? Explain, Keenan and Cal. <laughs> <laughs> My
1: name is Justin McElroy I'm Travis McElroy I'm Griffin McElroy It's been My Brother, My Brother May kiss your dad are sque- the lips
0: <laughs> MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Listener supported. Hey Kira, so Max FunCon tickets go on sale this Friday, November 23rd at 11 a.m. Pacific, and I'm trying to write a promo.
1: Okay, so what do they need to know to look forward to? Inspiring classes.
0: Live podcast tapings.
1: Stand-up showcase. The s'mores party. Making new friends. Don't forget about the dance party! Oh, and it all takes place on a beautiful mountaintop.
0: Okay, got it. Anything else?
1: Well, if we missed anything, they can find all the details at maxfuncon.com. And
0: And we'll see you you in June. June. I think that went really well. That was really good, too. Yeah, that sounded good. good. Great job.